0: A man was so drunk that he tried to call an Uber using his vape pen. And a butt convention in New York City was a big hit. And NASA is investigating the very first allegation of a crime in outer space. These are the Weird News stories for Monday. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. This is the only Weird News podcast hosted by a comedian, and I'm happy to do so. Glad you joined me. Hope you had a lovely weekend. Hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday stories. Yes, I know you did. Let's do it. A man was so drunk that he tried to call an Uber on his vape pen, police say. This guy looks like a nerd, too. You think a nerd would know how to work a vape pen versus a phone? Metro Nashville police have charged... Davis Foucault with public intoxication after he tried to call an Uber using his vape pen in downtown Nashville. Concerned citizens flagged down the officers over the weekend. In downtown Nashville, they directed them to an intoxicated male who was roaming around the area, annoying people. He was probably, what, blowing his vape on people? Asking if they wanted to hit? Come on, man, hit my vape. It's strawberry, watermelon, kiwi, raspberry surprise. Who was this individual with the vape annoying people? 23-year-old Davis Fouqua, who the officers say was unable to tell them where he was staying and uh, also told them that he was calling an Uber, but then he was actually attempting to make this phone call using his electronic cigarette, his vaping device, which, uh, in case you weren't aware, normally doesn't come with a cellular phone option. One officer noted that he was not making much sense. He was taking into custody due to being unable to care for himself and not making much sense. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make sense when you're calling an Uber on your vape. Uh, first of all, it doesn't make sense to even call an Uber. Uh, you request an Uber using your app on your phone. So, yeah, I mean, so if he was actually using the vape as a phone to speak on to call an Uber even weirder (laughs) but equally weird to like request an Uber on your vape pen that doesn't have a screen so (laughs) I mean as soon as you see oh no map yeah this is probably not any way I could get an Uber to come here Davis Fuqua you're wondering what happened to Davis Fuqua was he booked? yes he was booked booked in the metro jail, charged with public intoxication. The charges were dismissed later that day after he sobered up. Well, it must be nice to be young and super nerdy-looking white guy. They just let you go after you're... They just think it's funny. Oh, this funny little crazy little kid thinks his vape pen is a smartphone. (laughs) Let him go. (laughs) If it was me, they'd be like, "Who's who's this idiot with the tats? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> He's dropping a lot of f bombs speaking with an east east coast accent we're going to beat him <laughs> we're going to arrest him for having a vape how about that no no maybe not but this kid looks so like squeaky clean and ridiculous he looks like a little tiny harry potter they probably thought it was just adorable oh you little cute little harry potter oh yeah using your vape pen to to call for an uber oh you're swiping on your vape pen huh you think it's Tinder, do you <laughs> I love how, uh, there must be such little crime in Nashville that people are just reporting others who have annoyed them, unreasonably annoyed them. Yeah, excuse me, officer, but that man has annoyed me. Just kind of like, well, I waved hi, didn't wave back. That's annoying. If I was going to report people annoying me in downtown L.A., I would just be reporting people all the time. like The police in downtown L.A., like would just stop responding. They'd be like, hey, don't reach out to us unless someone is has just kicked your dog across the street. Then we'll respond. If someone is actually taking a dump on your windshield as you're driving down a one-way street, otherwise don't call us. That's when we'll respond. <laughs> this guy's just annoying us with his vape pen. Ew! I like to vape. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Were you wondering what I was gonna do with that? That's what I was doing. <coughs> Ooh, baby, a butt convention hits New York City, and they love it. Just when you thought you've seen it, all oh, my friends, along comes ButtCon 2019. That's right, buttcon. A convention that is centered around anything and everything to do with your buttocks. The convention was conceived and organized by the bidet company called Tushy, and it took place in New York City. The event celebrated everything to do with your butt, from health to sex to hygiene. Attendees could enjoy the Belfie, which is a butt selfie booth. <laughs> Take a selfie of your butt? Okay. Never thought I'd wanted to do that, but I guess if there's a booth set up, might as well use it. You could also enjoy a workshop called Anal Like a Porn Star. <laughs> And then there's a twerking competition, and to top it all off, what the grand finale was, a cake sitting performance. What is that? When you sit on you sit on a cake with your naked ass. I'm not going to eat that cake after you do that. What a waste of cake! Eat the cake, I say. There was also some informational sessions. You'll be happy to know. Happy to know. Uh, for instance, the complete history of wiping your butt. Or. How to have the perfect poop? Or even check out one of the discussions on anal sex? There was something for everyone and every butt at the event. The goal of the convention, according to the organizers, was to hopefully play a pivotal role in bringing the health of our backsides to the forefront of the conversation while still celebrating all the fun and the beauty of our glorious butts and buttholes. Yes, yes, ButtCon, the first celebration for keisters. It's a wacky party with a motif that everybody can get behind. Hey, pretty good pun. By the way, you'll be happy to know that you can bring any old butt to the ButtCon. Well, you'll have to do it next year, but yeah. The convention does not endorse one specific type of rump. (laughs) All shapes, all sizes, all colors. Even if you don't have a bum, if somehow you lost your bum in an accident, you can still come to ButtCon. Right? You could probably be the hit of ButtCon. You could do a whole workshop on the um, the sadness of living without a rump. <laughs> I wonder, do they have counseling, butt counseling, over there? If you felt, if you just felt like you have an in, feel like you have an inferior buttocks, you could just speak to a counselor who specializes in bum bum therapy. Perhaps. I would have had a good time here. Who doesn't want to learn anal like a porn star? That sounds like a glorious workshop. <laughs> right? Although, do you really need a workshop? You can just probably watch, watch some porn and get an idea of like what's going on here. Oh, I don't need a workshop. Like, Oh, I didn't know what was going on. Oh, in the bum. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that's what they were doing. Jeez. I thought that was a. I, I don't know. I just I didn't know what that hole was. To be honest with you, I'm glad you pointed that out to me, with your laser pointer on a big giant screen, in a in an arena of, two thousand people. <laughs> I'm curious as what the complete history of wiping your butt is. Personally, that's one I would have attended for sure. I mean, what could it be? What, I mean, over the years, we've definitely evolved the way we wipe our butts. But at the end of the day, we still wipe our butts. You know? Front to back. I mean, that's probably how it's been going on for millennia. Who knows? Maybe, I mean... Homo sapiens sapien. What are we talking about here? 400,000 years ago? It's got to be close to a million. Maybe even Neanderthal back in the day was just sort of setting the... The standards for a butt-wiping method that would then go on for millions of years to be the norm. <laughs> you love how I'm getting, like, philosophical about wiping your ass? Of course. Of course I would. This is right up my alley. This kind of shit. Literally. I mean, prior to toilet paper, what's going on down there? Just a hand, and then you walk yourself to the river to wash off? I mean, do you do it near beside a river so that you can easily wash off? Or do you, are you grabbing some leaves? How many people have been grabbing poison ivy over the years before they learned not to do that? Ah, oh, damn it, I wiped my butt with poison oak again. Oh boy, I'm going to have to find a good stick to scratch that thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love something like this because it's a weird event. I'm surprised I didn't hear about it on the way up to the event. I mean, I'm hearing about it after the event. This is something I could definitely get behind for sure. I could go next year. In New York City, what a perfect place, you know, to have ButtCon. Although one could make the argument that San Francisco should be the home of the ButtCon because everybody seems to be showing their butt in San Francisco. It's mostly homeless people that are about to poop on the street, but they are showing their butt more than any other metropolis. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid! NASA is investigating the first allegation of a crime in space. Oh, yeah. First crime in space. You'd think there'd be more crimes in space. You know, you think there'd be like space pirates about hijacking space stations and whatnot, but no, not really. Just a bunch of astronauts up there, and, you know, they're very, they're vetted very well, but in this case, uh, you know, uh, clearly a criminal has slipped through the cracks. <laughs> NASA's reporting to be investigating a claim that one astronaut accessed the bank account of her estranged spouse. From the ISS, the International Space Station. And what may be the first allegation of a crime committed in space. Would you be annoyed if I said in space like that every single time? <laughs> I think you would be. What is this woman's name? Summer Warden. A former Air Force intelligence officer. She was married to an astronaut, Anne McLean. They're now in the middle of a year-long divorce and a parenting parenting dispute. Warden claims her former spouse accessed her bank account from space. That's a strange thing to tell your lawyer. Hey, I think my um, I think my ex got into my bank account from space. Do they even have internet up there? Like, what the hell? Warden filed a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission, accusing McLean, uh, this astronaut of identity theft and unauthorized access to the bank account. Warden claims that McLean broke into her bank accounts while she was aboard the International Space Station. Through her lawyer, McLean admitted she had accessed the bank account from space on a computer system registered to NASA. Well, she admitted it. However, she said that she was merely keeping tabs on the couple's still intermingled finances. Here's a quote from Warden. I was shocked and appalled at the audacity by her to think that she could get away with breaking into my bank account. I was very disheartened that I couldn't keep anything private, even when she was in space. Yeah, I'd be very disheartened as well. You think you're safe when they're in space? Your ex? Oh God, thank God they're out of here. My ex moved to Virginia. You know, I—that's—that's that's not that. I mean, that's not compared to space. That's not far. <laughs> I mean, that's far from LA, but not—it's not space. This lady's ex is in space. She's like, oh, nothing's going to happen. No. McLean's attorney, the astronaut, told the media that uh, family cases are extremely difficult and private matters for all parties involved. Oh, so the attorney said nothing. Neither Anne nor we will be commenting on this personal matter. Yeah, they won't say anything about it. Yeah, because you know you're dealing with a an out-of-space criminal here. Yes. Crimes in the in the outer galaxy. NASA has no statement on this. Does not comment. Even though Anne McClain is an active astronaut. And she used the NASA's computers to break in. NASA? Really? Nothing to say about this? They said they were unaware of these crimes that happened on the space station. Like we We don't keep a browser history of our astronauts up there. We don't want to know what they' what kind of porn they're into, so we just we just have a hands off policy. They're in space for a long time. They watch some weird porn. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's lonely up there. It's lonely out in space in such a ha timeless flight. <laughs> And I think it's gonna be a long, long time Hacking into my ex's bank Using the NASA computer system (laughs) Breaking into banks Into banks Breaking into banks from the space station (laughs) (laughs) That was amazingly stupid. McLean returned to Earth in June after her six-month mission she took an under-oath interview with NASA's Office of Inspector General last week. She strenuously denies that she did anything did anything wrong. Yep. Well, you know, you can't be hacking people from space, lady. You shouldn't be prank-calling people from space. Although, like, I hear that, like, the phone calls they have are, like, very, they're very late. Like, you say something, you have to wait a few minutes to, for it to come through. So that's, that's a terrible system to be making prank calls on. You prank somebody and you got to wait a few minutes for their response. That's no fun. I am surprised that this is the only crime that has happened in space. You would think that by now at least something such as, I don't know, sexual harassment in space would have happened. The- theft, maybe. You mean to tell me there's not been an, an assault? No astronaut has disagreed. And there hasn't been Assault. These people are from different countries, man, you know. Not everybody can possibly get along. I mean, right? Did someone take my toothbrush? Who took my toothbrush? That doesn't happen in space. I'm going to knock you out, stealing my Skittles. I see them. They're floating around. Who opened them? <laughs> you know, in this lady's defense, it gets it gets very boring out there. I mean, I might try to hack into some people's banks as well. Why not? Right? You're up there. They probably don't even pay you that much to be an astronaut, do they? I'd be surprised to hear that they got paid very well. Sometimes you just got to do some hacking when you're up there. You go like, I need... <laughs> I need, I need, I need to pay for my return flight. <laughs> I can't, I can't afford it. <laughs> this is stupid. Uh, taking it way too far. What's the lesson here, Jonesy? What's the lesson? Well, you know, long distance relationships—they're just very difficult, you know. Especially when the people's in space. Yeah, don't do it. I don't recommend it. (laughs) Oh, mamma mia, mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. Thanks for joining me on Weird AF News. This is Jonesy, your beloved and trustworthy host of all things weird delivered through this particular podcast. There are other weird podcasts out there, but they're not by me. I'm not going to tell you not to indulge in them, but I am going to tell you they will not be as entertaining as this one my friends yes <laughs> i feel good about it hope you enjoyed all the stories today and on friday please stick around and listen to the the phone calls that i received from the angry florida man <laughs> always always a pleasure to hear from the angry florida man and i can't blame him for calling if i lived in florida i'd be very i'd be very on edge as well I want to thank you guys for reaching out to me over the weekend with articles, et cetera, et cetera, calls. It's always nice to hear from fans and loyal listeners. And really, at the end of the day, friends, friends of the show. That's what you are. You're friends of the show. I hope you feel special. Do you feel special enough to support me on my Patreon? I hope so. (laughs) See how I did that? See how I spun it on you like that, guys? I uploaded the bonus episode with my comedian friend Dave, and I'll be recording another one this week with another friend of mine. Surprise guest, not going to tell you who it is. You get that on the Patreon, plus the videos that I put up. Oh yeah, I go to weird places, I eat weird foods, and I make videos, and they're not, they're not the best, but they're pretty entertaining. And you get to see what I look like. I got a I'm chiseled with a dimpley chin like Tom Brady. Hell yeah. Sexy-ass host of weird news. Who knew? Who knew? (laughs) Hey, follow me on all the stuff. You know the stuff. Instagram, at funnyjones. Twitter, at funnyjones. Facebook, comedianjonesy. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. As always, call the show. The lines are open, baby. 646-450-2012. I would love to hear from you. Subscribe and like the podcast. Give it a rating and a star and tell your neighbor about it. That's what I think you should do. Tell a friend that's having a bad day. Hey, do you want to buck her up? Go old school on him. Be like, yo, you want to buck her up, Chip? Hey, Chipperoo, why don't you buck her up with this this podcast that'll knock your socks off. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Jonesy, a real swell guy. Man, Jonesy, everyone knows that a 10 year old girl shouldn't be shooting an AR 15 or M16 or AK 47. That's for their 11th birthday. Come on now, Jonesy. Now, I don't know if that story was true or not. You seem to think it was fake, but I've lit a few Blue Angels after some Chipotle, and let me tell you, the shingles are very loose on my house. Todd Beavers is a liar. He's been stealing people's whale barrels up and down the East Coast for years now. Somebody had to stop him. Thank God my wife was there to retrieve my wheelbarrow. That's all I got to say about that, Jones.